does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. Glad you're with us. Happy New Year. Basketball, the topic tonight. There's a shock for you. Boys and girls, we're uh, having a great time. Right now, though, it's time to talk about scores. That's why you listen. And enough of me. More of the star of our show, the Secretary of Scores. It's Network Indiana's Brendan King. Secretary. Coach, you are the man. Happy New Year. Great to be with you and James on what is a busy weekend, not only around Indianapolis, but the entire state. Let's get right to it. High school hoops. Plenty of county tournaments being played across the state. We'll review them all right now, beginning with the Hendricks County Tournament. Avon top Plainfield 51-48, and then Danville got the win over Tri-West 53-38. Madison County Tournament had four ball games, seventh place Alexandria the winner over Elwood 57-50. Fifth place had Pendleton Heights crushing Anderson Prep 75-38. Third place, LaPelle 58, Frankton 42. And in the first place game, Anderson got the W against Liberty Christian 67-56. Shelby County Tournament, Triton Central over Waldron first, 42-35, and just rolling in a defensive battle between Morristown and Southwestern Shelbyville. Morristown, the W, 34-30. Sugar Creek Tournament, it was Southmont topping North Montgomery, a final of 48-35, and then Crawfordsville earned the W over Western Boone, 56-49. Wayne County Tournament, Northeastern, no problem with Hagerstown, 78-54. And in the White River Valley Tournament, Shackamack, all over eminence, 82-25. Other scores from around the state, we have two overtime games to report. Perry Central by a pair over West Washington, 50-48. That required extra time. And the same can be said, the rivalry required OT. Bloomington North, 56 Bloomington South, 53. Over to the Pacers, who as you heard before the break, Indiana puts up a buck 50. They blister Atlanta, 150 to 116. Miles Turner was excellent. Turner with 27 points. Tyrese Halliburton, 10 points and 18 assists. Again, I want to get this right of what Halliburton has done over his last five games because Indiana has won six in a row. But Halliburton in his last five, 84 assists to six turnovers. That is otherworldly. The Butler Bulldogs dropped a game inside Hinkle Fieldhouse. Big East played a number four UConn. 88-81 was the final. Dogs played well. They shot 47% both inside and outside of the three-point line. But UConn, a defending champ, able to put it away. The Dogs led by seven at halftime. Second half action, number one Purdue on top of number nine Illinois. It's a score of 57 to 41. Zach Eady in the ballgame has pulled down his 1,000th career rebound. As for the Colts, 
you don't have to emphasize enough just how big this one is. Saturday night football, Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts welcome in the Texans tomorrow night, 8-15, the winner of the ballgame. It's win and in as Houston, Indianapolis, and Jacksonville, all with identical records in the AFC South. All three of those teams got a shot, but all the Colts need to do is take care of business. Here's Shane Steichen on the ramped up feeling of practice this week. It's just with anything, right? When you got something great to go get, it's human nature, right? You're going to give a little bit more. I mean, that's human nature. And uh, our guys have been given, you know, they're all all year, but shoot, when the stakes are higher, obviously it's, it's ramped up a little bit more. Now, Indianapolis, they did release their team injury report. As of yesterday, nobody was ruled out until today. Quarterback Chris LeMans is not going to play with an ankle issue, and that's already a thin Colts defensive backroom. Of course, Julian Blackman, Colts safety, is out for the season. Good news, though, Zach Moss, Colts running back, initially ruled questionable, now a report expected to play. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. Happy New Year. High school basketball tonight. It's a great, this is a great game. Greenfield Central, Mountain Vernon, two teams having great success. Greenfield Central wins this one 64-51. From the ISC Sports Network, John Herrick on the call. John, thanks for the call. What a great game. What an impressive win for Greenfield Central tonight. Yeah, Bob, they just continue to have a sensational year. They're now 11-0. and 0. Uh, They were ranked eighth in Class 4A coming in, so I would imagine that ranking might change uh, early next week. They're undefeated in the Hoosier Heritage Conference, and every time they play Mount Vernon, it always seems to come down to the wire. Last year when these two teams played, it was mm-hmm. a five-point mm-hmm. game that Greenfield Central was able to win, and, and this game was really tight in the first quarter. Um, with Greenfield Central going on an 8-0 run, but then Mount Vernon cut it to two. And then right when it was a 10-point lead for Greenfield in the second quarter, Mount Vernon cut it to five right before half. Uh, but then it was just the Braden Mullen show, uh, the Braylon Mullen show. He just took it over in the second half. He had 17 in the first half, and he has 22 in the second half. So he has 39 Yikes. points. And uh, as a junior – as a junior, this young man is already drawing a lot of Division One interest with a lot of scouts and a lot of people there uh, watching him. So he was definitely the best player uh, on the floor. Mount Vernon doesn't have one of their best players right now in Luke Ertle, who was on their football uh, team, and he suffered mm-hmm. an injury during football season. So they're still trying to wait. they got to get him back and healthy. 
and they're trying to weather the storm right now uh, as they play a really tough schedule without one of their best players. But they fought hard. It's, it was just a little too much Greenfield tonight. Greenfield Central's on the cycles. They have some great kids. Football team, really successful. Basketball, successful. It's not coincidental that that happens. Uh, and Mount Vernon is a young group, uh, but really, really talented. And so that's why this is such an intriguing matchup going in. But it sounds like maybe the, the experience was a big factor in this tonight. Yeah. And also, Bob, I, you got to commend the job that Luke Meredith has done at Greenfield Central. He's yeah. 73 yeah. and 32 now there in five years. Uh, it, it was the 19 and 20 season where Greenfield Central was 12 and 12. The year before that, they were below 500. And since the tw- the 1920 season, they've won 61 games uh, and, mm. you know, over the last few years. I mean, it's mm. incredible what they've been able to do to turn things around. Mm-hmm. They were 21-2 and two last year. Um, so it, it, Luke Meredith has just done a heck of a job with them. And then, then on Mount Vernon's side, the, Joe Bradburn is there in his first year as, uh, as the Mount Vernon coach, but – he has over 300 wins in his career. Right, right, the previous right. 25 years of coaching at all the stops where he's been. So uh, he, he's still implementing things and, and trying to get these guys healthy and learning a lot from him. All right. Tonight from the ISC Sports Network, John Herrick on the call of Greenfield Central 64-51 win over Mount Vernon. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock in Assembly Hall, John will be in his usual spot for the Indian University Athletic or the Sports Radio Network, taking uh, Hoosiers hosting oh, oh, uh, excuse me, Ohio State in a, uh, an 8 o'clock start. Very important game. Got to have a bounce back after the uh, subpar performance earlier in the week. Yeah, not a very easy start to the Big Ten schedule in 2024. Uh, no, when you, no. you know, I mean, you got to start out 2024 playing Nebraska, who's been one of the best teams in the Big Ten so far. They showed why on Wednesday. And Ohio State, uh, they are much better this year, and they can score very well. They're coming off of a hard-fought game against Rutgers, which is Indiana's opponent on Tuesday night. Um, got to shore things up defensively and got to polish things up offensively clearly got to get better guard play the guards struggled in the game against nebraska malik renew and khalil ware had double figure scoring but Mm -hmm. not enough in the backcourt those are things that are all going to have to change uh tomorrow yeah they are um because um you know this the opening part of their big 10 schedule is a challenge i think everybody understands it and you can still be a good team, but it might not necessarily reflect so in your one loss record as good as the Big Ten is. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I, you hear a lot of Big Ten coaches say this. You've got to win the majority, if not all, of your home games in the conference and then hope to come away with a split or better on the road because it's that tough. Um, and, and you're not even into the biggest part of your schedule yet because where you're playing a, a lot of games in a short amount of time, but you're still playing – a tough schedule as it is. And it doesn't help that you start off 2024 playing these two really good teams. But, you know, Ohio state is, is a solid defensive team, but not great. Yeah, they are. You can definitely yeah. move the ball against them. Um, and Rutgers showed that a little bit, uh, but you're going to have to play. You're going to have to guard them. They had several guys uh, burn Rutgers late in that game to pull away. So it'll be a challenge for the Hoosiers. John Herrick. It's always great to talk to you. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks so much for the call. Thanks a lot, Coach. Thank you. Coming up, 
scoreboard update with Brendan King. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We continue our coverage of high school hoops around the state. We'll begin with Crown Point's win over Michigan City, a final of 66-60. Elsewhere, Decatur Central hammered Martinsville, final of 77-54. Somebody please alert Eddie Garrison in the fan studio across from us because he's still on Pacers coverage. Decatur Central with a big win. Uh, it was Borden all over New Washington, 56-22. Carmel handled Marion, 64-52. Cast in no issue with Culver tonight, 76-62 they win it. It was Austin defeating North Harrison, 56-51. And Gola crushes Prairie Heights, 66-37. Great one between Ben Davis and North Central. Ben Davis the victor, 68-54. Down to the Evansville area, it was Bossy over Central, 74-64. Evansville Christian took care of Linton Stockton, 68-51. Evansville Harrison beat Evansville North, 57-47. And then Evansville Memorial got the W against Castle, 70-54. Fishers, 87. Pike, 65 tonight. We'll conclude in the 2-6-0, where Fort Wayne Blackhawk defeated Mishawaka Marion, 70-54. Dwanger over Carroll, 74-65. It was Fort Wayne Lures, 59, Fort Wayne Concordia, 48. Fort Wayne Snyder defeats Fort Wayne Northrop, 47-33. Fort Wayne Wayne, they took down Fort Wayne North, 66-42. And lastly, Greensburg with a 49-45 win over Connorsville. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their extremely important website. Make sure you go there. It's worth your visit. High school basketball tonight. Greg Rigstraw joins me from the ISC Sports Network. He is on the call of Ben Davis' 68-54 win over North Central. Greg, thanks so much for the call. Very impressive win by the Giants tonight. Yeah, very much so. And obviously defending state champs and, and lost key pieces off of that team. That was four senior starters on last year's bunch. Returned three or four players that were all kind of key pieces of an eight- or nine-man rotation they're not as big as last year's team, but when they're hitting jump shots, they're still good at space in the floor. Uh, and a young man named Ramon Enos, who got a kind of a cup of coffee in the varsity last year, was kind of guy number 11 or 12, would have played a lot more minutes for virtually any other team in the state. He was tremendous mm-hmm. tonight. He had three threes in the first half. He had 25 points for the game. K.J. Wyndham had double digits. Mark Zachary had double digits. Mark White had double digits. It's an all-around solid performance by Corey Taylor's team to get to seven and two on the year, they still de- they still guard you. You know where they may have key pieces <laughs> that have graduated, but they still defend you. Do they not? They still defend you. They they don't defend you as much in the half court because again they just don't have the pieces. You know, right. and, and Zane Dowdy was such a rim protector, but Sean oh, yeah. Arnold had such a level of energy that you have rarely seen 
from any high school basketball player, and they would play him on the point of a diamond and one in the front of a two-two-one, mm-hmm. and he would just cause havoc. They don't necessarily have a guy like that, but again, what what I think Ben Davis has that makes them so difficult to beat, other than you know just general talent, mm-hmm. is because they are so experienced at the guard spot. They are very difficult to press, and if they get up on you, and you're trying to press to get back in the game, that's just going to lead to layups. Things up. Yeah. Because, you know, Wyndham's a three-year varsity kid, and, and, and Zachary right. is a three-year varsity kid, and Mark White right. was the seventh man on the state championship team last year. So uh, they're, they're a good team. Again, are they last year's team? No. Are they still a no. team that can make a very deep run in March? Absolutely they are. So what game do you have tomorrow? Well, tomorrow I was scheduled to oh, have you got that football, the you have that football game. But that yeah. little important football game, you know, kind of will take my yeah. attention tomorrow. Yeah. You know my feelings about uh, the NFL infringing on Friday night. I think that there should be a, 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 an, an amendment uh, not allowing them to do that. And I understand that football is the dominant sport in our culture. No one needs to explain it to me. But it's not asking too much to let high schools have the weekends for what they do to produce those guys who go on and play for them. Not asking much, especially in a state like ours when you have, you know, high school basketball on a Saturday night that people like to go to. But not that notwithstanding, this this is basically a playoff game tomorrow night with the Colts and the Texans. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, the Colts have a chance to guarantee a playoff spot if they then get lucky on top of that. If the Jaguars were to lose on Sunday, then the Colts are only a playoff team. They're a division champ for the first time in nine years and get to mm-hmm. host a playoff game uh, for the first time, you know, in, in, in a similar time frame. So uh, when, when the Colts and Texans got together, A, last year and this same weekend, the circumstances could have been more different for that game uh, to start 2023. Right. And frankly, I don't think there are many expectations about the playoff importance of Colts versus Texans in Week 18 when these two teams played in Week Number Two, uh, when the Colts kind of raced out to a big lead and kind of had to hang on in the second half, and that was kind of the first sign that hey, C.J. Stroud maybe he has a chance to pass over 4,000 yards, you know, this season and become the fifth rookie mm-hmm. to ever do that. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a very even matchup. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game tomorrow night. And hopefully, one, the Indianapolis Colts can uh, can pull out and be a playoff team for the first time in three years. How am I going to be able to handle a weekend where I'd only talk to you one night in the weekend? How does that happen? Here's here's the good news, is that because the game kicks off at 8.15, um, I do have like a halftime report to do for the 65,000 assembled uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. When that is done... I will call you, and I will work in like a five-minute halftime report sometime in the vicinity of either 9.30 or 9.45 tomorrow night. I don't deserve it, but 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 thank you for doing it. You're you're you very kind. It, Bob, but 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 your listeners do, so we'll, we'll take care of them. No, no, that's that's well said, Greg Rakestraw. By the way, in case I haven't mentioned, he's the best at what he does tonight for the ISC Network. He has the uh, Ben Davis North Central matchup. Two really, really good basketball teams. Uh, ben Davis wins this one in impressive fashion. 
the final on this one, 68-54. On the Colts Network tomorrow, Greg, thanks. Enjoy the night. Be safe. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Brendan King, let's talk basketball. Let's talk some scores. Overtime games, talk to me. Let's, we got some. I'm looking, I'm looking at one. The battle for Bloomington. How yeah. about this? Yeah. How about the battle for Bloomington? Bloomington North, 56-53 over South in overtime. That's how it ought to be. Well, that's an instant classic, Coach. I have never been to either institution, although it is on the list. I would love to go watch one of those games someday. I I, I think the story that has always stuck with me uh, about Bloomington North, Bloomington South, it, it, give me a minute here to set this up. So I, if you can imagine, I was doing a hockey game in Chicago. This is pre-pandemic. And I, still, right. I was on the show with you. You know, it was one of my first right. years on the show with you. There was the person doing camera was a student at the university I was doing the game for. And she said she okay. was from Bloomington. I said, well, did you go to Bloomington right. North or Bloomington South? She goes, oh, I went to South. And it was kind of in a in a disdainful <laughs> way as to say, oh, of I, course. Would, I, would, I would never <laughs> yeah. go. Don't even I, mention I, the other one. Don't even mention North, right? So I didn't really understand <laughs> right. it because I was, still, right. I think I was 23 maybe. And, and But now as the time is going on, it's like, oh, that's uh, that, that's intense, no doubt. Well, here's what you need to do. You need to go to South and watch uh, J.R. Holmes, oh, I, uh, the winningest winning coach to. in the history of the state. I would love you, to. You, you absolutely, you absolutely have to to do that. Um, he uh, he's worth the price of admission, and it goes without saying. Let me say it anyways. Fantastic coach. So, and we we need to somehow get you out of this hockey mode. I mean, I understand it's part of your your DNA and all that stuff. Well. Brother, you, did you forget where you're living right now? No, no. It was just for the purpose okay. of the story. But uh, yeah, hey, you you yeah. could you could take the boy out of the rink, but you can't take the rink out right. of the boy. You know what I'm saying? Here's how here's how I would look at it. My favorite movie of all time. You can appreciate this. Uh-huh. My absolute favorite movie of all time. And there's a story behind it, but it's my favorite movie. It's Slapshot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just so one. you know, and, oh, it's a however, it's a classic. however, the greatest movie, the greatest sports movie by all accounts, and rightfully so, is, is Hoosiers. Oh, I, I, I don't disagree. Over the holidays, it happened to be on one of these, you know, one of the channels, yeah. one of the premium channels we get. Uh, and I'm sitting there, my wife's going, what in the world are you? I said, it's Hoosiers. And she goes, I can't believe, how many times have you seen it? And I said, well... I don't know. I've lost track. And when I used to teach right. my history of sport class at IUPUI, uh, I would ask all the students, uh, who has who has not watched Hoosiers? And, you know, there'd be there'd be some hands that would go up. And I said, let me tell you, you will not pass. I won't pass you in this class unless you promise me you've seen that movie. Uh, I'm just telling you, yeah, you I can't agree. be in Indiana and not have watched the movie. I, just, it doesn't work. I agree with you. Actually, Coach, I have a personal rule in my life. There are three movies where if I scroll television and if the movie is on TV, I will drop everything and watch it. Those three movies are Hoosiers. What's that? Hoosiers, right. number one, right? The Shawshank Slap Redemption. Oh, okay. And Back and to Slap the Future. Shot. No, uh, actually, not uh, Slap. Back to the Future. Those are my three. Uh, the Slapshot story is very simple. My, my 1968, excuse me, 1978 Franklin College team plays in the NAI National Tournament in Kansas City. This is back in the day before they have premium movie channels, but they have, in your room, they have, uh, they have two movies that are looped. It was The Car 
and Slapshot. And so my players and I knew every bit of dialogue from Slapshot by the time we left town. That's remarkable. Brendan King coming up with a scoreboard update and then more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. More high school basketball scores on the way and more overtime games rolling in. It was Perry Central by a pair over West Washington in OT, 50-48. Elsewhere, requiring extra time, Bedford North Lawrence holds on against Evansville Wrights, 61-59 extra time. Corden Central by a deuce over Floyd Central, 68-66 OT. And the aforementioned final, 56-53, Bloomington North outlasts Bloomington South. That is four overtime games, a counter on the night so far. Providence laid a 20-piece on Clarksville, 41-21. It was Pioneer having no problem with Frontier, 57-44. Orleans blew out Salem, 63-22. Also, no problem for Oldenburg Academy over Shaw Memorial, 72-38. Northeast Dubois over South Knox, 43-35. Oak Hill, 67. Peru, 59 tonight. It was New Palestine, a 62-54 victory over Delta. Mishawaka, the Cavemen, over Plymouth, 59-43. How about the Pacers tonight? Laying a buck 50 on the Hawks, 150-116. The over-under of that game which is ridiculous to say was 264 and a half. Now, if you're not familiar, over-under means the combined points between both teams. You do the math, 266. That's just hit. Tyrese Halliburton, again, this is the stat of the night, over his last five games, 84 assists, six turnovers. Indiana's 20 and 14. They've won six straight. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Later on tonight, we'll talk about the uh, Pacers and their big win. One of the bigger games that caught my attention uh, tonight, New Palestine and Delta. Really, two really good teams. New Pal beats Delta 62-54, both ranked with me from the New Palestine Radio Network. Delta number uh, two in uh, 3A. Uh, uh, to talk about ratings from the new Palestine, uh, the new pal.com radio, the man himself, Andrew Smith on the call. Andrew, what an impressive win for new Palestine tonight. Yeah, this was a very impressive win. As you mentioned, Delta number two in class three, a, and I was telling my broadcast partner after the game, they'll probably drop because poll voters look and see, Oh, they lost. We've got to drop them. Uh-huh. But they shouldn't. This was a heavyweight matchup between two, Really, really good basketball teams. And this New Pal team, 8-2, and two, but it's kind of flown under the radar a little bit this season. But tonight was really a matchup of two of the top scorers in East mm-hmm. Central Indiana. Julius Gizzi for New Pal 
had a uh, very quiet 34 tonight, and uh, <laughs> Damari Hood for Delta outscored him by one. He had 35. He had seven threes, and uh, it was a back-and-forth game in the first half. The lead changed hands about five or six times, and Hood hit a three to give Delta a lead in the third quarter, and Gizzy led a, a 10-2 to New Palestine run that put the Dragons up by seven late in the third, and from there, the Dragons would keep it at about a two-possession game and Hood had hit uh-huh. a three to cut it to a one-possession game. A shot with a hand in his face or dish it to Bronson Edwards who hit a big three as well for Delta. To cut it to a two- or three-point game at every time New Palestine would answer. Delta never had the ball with a chance to tie or take the lead in wow. the latter half of the third or into the fourth quarter. It was uh, just a very, very well-played back-and-forth game between two teams. Delta plays very good defense. They don't let you get comfortable, but New Pal mm-hmm. was able mm-hmm. to either get a big shot from Julius Gizzy or Moses Haynes had a big steal in the fourth quarter in a uh, four-point game to push New Pal's lead to six. And then Austin McMahon had a career-high 10 as well for the Dragons. And His baskets all seem to come at critical moments uh, for New Pal. Ben Slagley also had 16, their post player, and uh, Hood with his 35 for Delta, seven threes, five in the second half. He tried to get them back into the game, but they were just unable to get over the hump. It was uh, a very, very big win for Trent Whitaker's New Palestine team. It's now 8-2 and two and 2-1 two and one of the Hoosier Heritage Conference. I'm trying to understand the uh, concept of a quiet 34 points. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a matter of... Man, oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I told Trent Whitaker after the game, oh, Julius said 34, and he looked at me and go, it's a, really? Because he just lets the game come to him. He doesn't right, really force right. anything, and it just hit a couple of shots, got to the line a lot, especially in the fourth quarter. It helped put the game away. But it's one of those where he just – everything comes out of the flow of the offense. Right, and right. next thing you know, you look up, he's got seven or ten and a quarter – and he ends up with 34 in the night. That's his sixth 30-point game in the last seven outings. <laughs> the other was a 24-point game in the right. third game in, in two days against Bethesda Christian last week. So uh, he is really, really filling the basket well and playing at a very, very high level. And and it has helped lead this New Pal team to an 8-2 and two record. It's kind of the zen of basketball when you just – uh, let things come to you. Your Thirty-four points happen to you. It's, you know, as cliched as it sounds, it's actually how it happens. Absolutely, and and you love to see a player who's who's done that. And he is somebody who really worked hard right. in the off season, and and that has paid off for him. He came off the bench for New Pal last year because they were so deep, and still was one of their top scorers. And now. He's the guy they're counting on to score a lot of points. And the thing is, he draws attention, and that opens up other guys as well. And really the difference in the game was New Pal's secondary scorers had 16 and 10. Right. Delta didn't have anybody else in double figures besides Hood tonight. And it was that secondary scoring that allowed the Dragons to build the lead. And that was some of Julius drawing attention and dishing it underneath, or even Ben Slagley at 16 points. He's third in the mm-hmm. HHC in assists from the post wow. uh, position. So uh, it's a team that shares the basketball very, very well as well. And and, and that's a big reason why they've had a, a pretty good start, despite graduating a lot of key players last season.
New Pal over uh, Delta, Delta number two and three A. This is a um, very impressive win for New Pal, sixty-two fifty-four. The final. Andrew Smith, thanks so much for the call. Enjoy the night. Thank you. You too, Coach. David Eaton from WKLO on the call of Orleans, sixty-three twenty-two win over Salem. What a spectacular defensive effort tonight by Orleans, uh, David. Yeah, no doubt. Over on our sister station, WSEZ, tonight, got a chance to watch the Bulldogs in Salem. And, Coach, this is a Salem team that's so young this season. They Mm -hmm. really only returned one player from their varsity team a season ago in Jaden Cheatwood, and he's one of the leading scorers on the team. He struggled. The whole team struggled tonight. Orleans really turned down the screws defensively and did not let Salem get into any kind of rhythm. And they, they pressed early. They mixed up man and zone tonight. And, really kind of put Salem on their heels all throughout the contest. And it also came with a balanced effort on the offensive end of the floor. Ten of the 12 Orleans players who played tonight scored three and double figures. Mm. So just a really tremendous effort tonight for the Bulldogs. And great to see the bench get involved. 21 bench points tonight for Orleans. That's something they've kind of been lacking this year because they have such a good starting five. But those guys really stepped up tonight, played well. And Salem is a, a team you can tell they're competitive, they're young, and they're they're still learning how to play at the varsity level. So when you play a team as experienced and as good on the defensive end as Orleans, it, it's a tough recipe all the way around. And for Jalen Nice, the first-year head coach of Salem, mm-hmm. definitely a lot mm-hmm. of things to take out of this one tonight for his young Lions as they they uh, took a took a loss tonight to a very good team and uh, not the only really good team they played. They saw Brownstown Central early in the season too, so right. they struggled with really good teams, but they've been competitive most of the season otherwise. All right, who do you have tomorrow night? Well, we actually have a doubleheader tomorrow, so we're going to be over on our sister station with the Orleans Lady Bulldogs, who are number seven in Class mm-hmm. A. They go to Henryville tomorrow afternoon, so we'll see the matinee matchup there, and then Tomorrow night we go to Scottsburg and we get to see the North Harrison Cougars on WKLO. They'll take on a very good Scottsburg team. So we got a doubleheader tomorrow, two good games, and hopefully the evening game will be a good one. The Cougars are uh, trying to get things going right now under Ron mm-hmm. Schultz. They came into the weekend winless at Austin at home tonight, and they'll play a very good Scottsburg team, a sectional and conference opponent, and then. Lady Bulldogs, top 10 in Class A, coming off a good win at home last night with a very good, much-improved Henryville team tomorrow afternoon. So it should be a good doubleheader tomorrow. So sounds to me like you're going to be busy tomorrow, but you're not going to be too busy to call me because I'm going to talk boys and girls basketball. How, how lucky can I get in one night? That's good. Yeah, it's pretty good, uh, and I'm certainly not going to be too busy to call in tomorrow night. After we get no, done with the Scottsburg no. game, I will be sure to yeah. connect with you, and we'll uh, break down both of these matchups. You know we would have to cancel our show if you didn't call me on Friday and Saturday night. So, you know, an entire state is counting on you to make sure you do that, okay? All right. I'll, I'll try not to let the pressure get to me then. There you go. <laughs> David Eaton from WKLO on the call of uh, – Orleans, solid win over Salem tonight. We'll talk to him tomorrow night. David, thank you so much. All right, thanks, Coach. Talk to you tomorrow then. Thanks. Thank you very much. Coming up, we're going to spend time talking about the Jeffersonville-New Albany game. Also, Tipton, ranked number two in 2A, another win. We'll talk about these two games plus much, much more. 
scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King. A reminder, don't forget to join us on Saturday night after 30 years. I still have to remind people we do a show on Friday and Saturday night. Um, I'm just encouraging you to join us. If you've never listened to us on Saturday, it'll sound awfully familiar to you. It sounds a lot like it's Friday. So join us tomorrow night. We'll talk a lot of college basketball plus a whole lot of high school basketball. Scoreboard update coming up with Brendan King on the legendary Indiana Sports Talk. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. More high school basketball scores on the way and coming up top of the hour, 11 o'clock, we're going to give you the full rundown of the Colts and the Texans Saturday night football tomorrow at Lucas Oil Stadium, including who's out, who's in on the Colts sideline. High school ball, River Forest took care of South Newton tonight, 59-39. It was Richmond over Newcastle, 46-37. Princeton defeated Boonville, 46-37. Whiteland gets the win over Greenwood, 58-45. Zionsville skips pass for a buff, 65-64. It was Westview defeating LaVille 53-43. Westfield took down Yorktown 64-38. Wapahani, another win. They're red hot over Eastern Hancock 51-42. Vincennes Lincoln over Jasper 45-39. It was Valparaiso by a deuce over Portage 47-45. Terre Haute North picks up the win over Columbus North 44-38. Thanks to Corbin Lingenfelter for this update. Tipton. The most points of the night among anybody. 91 Tipton puts up against McConaughey. Well, they win it 91 to 74. It was Paoli, a four piece on Mitchell, 58 54. Kokomo beats Logansport, 78 to 63. Flory Badunga, now the number three all time leading scorer at Kokomo in the win. Knox by five over Winnemac, 45 to 40. Homestead by 10 over Fort Wayne South, 50 to 40. And it was Hobart, 66, Westville, 51. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Tipton is ranked number two and 2A tonight. They dispatch McConaughey, 91-74. Tipton's Cliff Hawkins joins me. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on another impressive win tonight. Well, this was a, a really good win. Uh, you know, John Burris's teams uh, yeah. from McConaughey play so aggressive. And, you know, John and I are lifetime friends. And, and uh, you know, he does what he does, and that's why I respect him and <laughs> his program so much. And, I, we do what we do, and uh, right, so it right. was a game that was really fun to watch. I, I, you know, I've been told by a couple people that listened to the, the broadcasts that were going on with the game that it was really hard for the announcers tonight just because the game was so fast. And uh, but uh, 
you know, John uh, John did different things defensively to our team, but our team responded every time. And part of that is, Bob, as you know, um, sure. Coach Snyder always used to say, people look at the game, but they don't see the game. And, you know, our, our guards see the game. And so, um, you know, we were able to move the ball into the proper positions to score. You score a lot of points, but but I think people, what gets lost in all this is you can't score those that number of points unless you're guarding somebody. Yeah, and we do play pretty good defense. We had a little trouble with their best player, uh, Josiah Ball. He is really a he he is really a nice basketball player, and I think mm-hmm. we would have done some different adjustments had the game been closer. In other words, most of the time as the game went on, we maintained a fifteen point lead, and so. Uh, we didn't adjust as much on him as we might have done if it was a, a two-point or a mm-hmm. three-point game because, um, you know, you don't have to show everything that you right. would do when you're in control of a game. And, and, uh, but I, they, they just uh, they really play good basketball, and, and our kids um, are willing to share the basketball. You know, Grady Carpenter tonight is our point guard. He had, you know, 21 points and, and 15 assists and 10 rebounds. And, um, you know, he, he moved that ball around for us so much. And Nolan uh, Swan, who's our sharpshooter, I mean, this is kind of an interesting stat line. He had 34 tonight. Uh, wow. But, but he had 14 in the first quarter, uh, nothing in the second, because that's when they put the chaser on. And when they put the chaser on, Grady went to work penetrating and kicked the ball to our mm-hmm. uh, Landon Spidell for eight points in the second quarter. So, that work and then Grady took over in the third quarter and then here came um Nolan again in the fourth quarter with uh, 17 points so he ended up with 34 points on eight threes and then uh uh we just had some nice nice floor play from Ryan Tracy tonight and Sam Quigley and then uh Landon Spidell started for Jackson Money. We didn't have Jackson tonight. He's our third leading scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't available and uh Landon stepped into the role and got sixteen tonight. Tipton, number two and two eight tonight, ninety one seventy four winners over McConaughey. Cliff Hawkins, always great to talk to you. Good luck next time out. Yep, we're gonna go again tomorrow night against Bethesda Christian at home. Good luck. Thanks for the call, okay. Cliff. And thank you, Bob, for everything. Great game. Thank you very much. Great game tonight. Warsaw beats Northridge 54-53. Northridge number 11 in 4A. Warsaw's Matt Moore joins me. Coach, I'm right, right? It, it was a great game, was it not? It was a fantastic game. Middlebury, no better place to be on the road. Uh, it's our fourth road win in a row. And uh, it came in the, in the closing seconds on an offensive rebound by my point guard, Carson Gould. Uh, laid it in at the buzzer, and we take the one-point win. <laughs> That's that, I love it. Point guard gets a putback uh, for the game winner. So is it close? You know what, Coach? Hold on a second. I really want to hear about this. Hang on. This is a short break. Hang on. We'll come back and talk to Matt Moore. Warsaw, the big, big, dramatic win over Northridge on the road. Tonight we'll be back after a short break on Indiana Sports Talk. 
Welcome back. I had to wait a couple minutes for that break to get back to Matt Moore from Warsaw. They beat Northridge tonight, 54-53, on a put back at the horn. All right, Coach, give me the set the stage for me. How do we get to this point? Well, it's, it's you know we lost our first conference game of the year against the solid Wawasee team, so our backs are against the wall going up to Northridge tonight to stay in the hunt in the conference race, and so. We, we had about an eight-point lead most of the way, and then they made their run. Uh, coach Radiker, who's a tremendous coach, I coached against him when he was at uh, Lafayette Jeff when I was at Kokomo, so know him well. And they took right. the lead with about 17 seconds to go by one. And uh, we got our junior all-star candidate, Luke Bricker, a great drive on the baseline, took a shot with about four and a half seconds. And my point guard, Carson Gould, goes in there, gets the rebound, and puts it up as the horn expires. <laughs> just like you drew it up in practice <laughs> that's right don't you think no, what a battle though well Richard, you know it's a, uh, well, held us held us in the game he was tremendous for us hit shots uh you know the bales kid for them is a tremendous player um they shoot the ball really well i thought we guarded it, the best we've guarded all year um to give us a chance tonight in this game well what's the secret to winning these games on the road you know, I think you got to stay within who you are. And we're a team that we shoot a high percentage. we got a 6'8 kid that's, that's going to play at the college level. Uh, we get him touches in the basket area, and we, we really try to push the tempo when we can. And so our guys, you know, we have six juniors that play, one senior and one sophomore. So we've got a, a good chunk of our guys, you know, with another year together. And they, they've got great chemistry. They guard well, and they're very coachable. And, and these are the games that are fun to be part of with them. Yeah, they are. And you play a great schedule. You play in a great conference, and you play a great schedule uh, as, you know, befitting this type of game tonight. Yep, and that's what you want. You want you put your, put your players in those positions to have those experiences. Yeah. The crowd was tremendous, and uh, it's a good feeling to get out of there with a win. Who are you playing tomorrow night? We're off tomorrow. We head up to, to Penn on Tuesday. And uh, the Kingsmen are, are playing extremely well. Coach Coolman right now, 7-1. <laughs> right. So it doesn't right. get any easier for the Tigers. Tigers tonight with a win. Warsaw, 54-53 winners at Northridge. Northridge number 11 in 4A. Matt Moore, I appreciate the call. Good luck next week. Thank you, Coach. Thanks very much. That's a big win. That's a great conference win. Good to hear from Coach Moore. Tigers, obviously, one of the more storied and uh, traditional programs in our state. Coming up tomorrow night, college basketball, high school basketball. Don't forget to join us. We'll also talk about the Colts and the Texans. It'll be going on um, once we get on. We'll be on, so it'll it'll get started once we are on the air. So we'll talk about all those things tomorrow. Also, reminders, the 21st of this month, Girls Pairing Show on the IHSAA Champions Network. Greg Rakestraw and I are honored to be asked to do it. Looking forward to it. So just mark that down and get ready. Yeah, it's that it's gone that quickly, so be ready. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up. More basketball on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.